What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you really want to call it. Welcome to another Top 10 Tuesday. I'm here with the great Zach Gray. What's up, man? It is a wonderful day to do a podcast. Am I right? Oh, you're always right when you say that. That is one take I will always agree with. Let's get it. This is going to be a fun list, huh? Yeah, so you can, for the for those who didn't listen on Thursday, today we're doing our top 10 favorite players to watch. So yes. not, not the 10 best NFL players, top 10 favorite guys to watch in the league right now. So I'll, I'll let you go first, man. You were telling me a little bit about your list. It's very, very different from mine, thankfully. Um, so yeah, man, who, you start us off. Yeah, well, that's why it works, right? Because we have, I think we have, like with geography and the games we get to watch and things that we that we see, our list is naturally going to be a little different, and that's why I think that these top top ten lists are going to work really well. But um, I'll start us off. I'll, I'll hit you guys with a layup. I'm going Derrick Henry. Um, I think that's a good starter. I mean, watching the guy bulldoze people and, and carry the ball thirty times a game, and, and it always seems like he's getting stronger with the more contact he gets and the more carries he gets. Um, and that is, uh, that's just fun to watch. Uh, I know I mentioned it, but you don't see a bunch of, uh, ground and pound teams anymore. So it's cool to see a guy like Derrick Henry, uh, take the weight of the offense and really just absolutely pound defenses for four quarters. So that's my number one pick. I think, I think everybody can agree that he's super fun to watch when he's on. So he's your he's your favorite guy to watch, or, or is he number ten? He's ten. Okay, same. Well, not not same, but yeah, I meant like yeah. we're starting at ten. Same. Okay, yeah, I cool. was I was going with the so, layup there. So so just to get okay. things started, kind of get a feel for what we're doing. I don't have a single running back on my list, and th- there is a reason for that. I feel like running backs and their productivity is m- mainly based on offensive line. So I, it was just it was hard for me to pick a running back just because like I don't turn the TV on unless it's Derrick Henry that's a really good pick I didn't even, didn't even think about him like very rarely do I turn a TV on to watch a running back play so that's good I like Derrick Henry he's definitely the only running back in the league I'm like okay I'm gonna watch this dude bull those yeah, people he's for just an a hour freaking, he he's a man amongst boys in the NFL like when you see him carrying the ball it's like. If first contact, no shot. Like he's he's on his feet at least until two or three guys can swarm him. Like he's, I I don't know why he doesn't get enough appreciation. I think last year's playoffs kind of put him back and put him in the spotlight a little bit. But he's been doing that. Like he's been a monster. Definitely. You know, he's really the only Alabama running back who has been what we thought he was going to be. Like even Mark Ingram, like he's been in the league for a long time, but. He wasn't super great in New Orleans. He was good last year in Baltimore. Uh, Trent Trent Richardson's out of the league. I don't think T.J. Yeldon's playing anymore, so he's really kind of the only Alabama running back who's really kind of shown off in the league. Trent Richardson is a huge yikes. No kidding, man. I thought he was going to be good. Everybody thought he was going to be good. It was just none of those Alabama running backs have turned out great. They have a lot of wear and tear, especially during that era of Saban. They would get the rock yeah, a lot. That's a good point. And being, you know, Derrick Henry, you know, being six four, you know, being just being a bigger back overall, he was able to kind of take more of a beating. Have you seen that thing of uh, Derrick Henry's like high school stats? 
Yes. One I'm, game he had like 47 carries for like 600 yards and seven touchdowns. Just imagine, like man. <laughs> imagine being that good at, at literally anything. I can't. Except for podcasting, I, I feel like we're I feel like we're the high school Derrick Henry version of podcasting. I'll be honest. That's true. We go we go for three hundred plus every 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 podcast. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> All right, so number ten for me, I had to put this guy on my list. I feel like well, hold up, but before I give my number ten, I have to mention two guys. So I get a lot of questions as to why I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and there's two names that that answer this question. Zach Thomas and Jason Taylor. So Jason Taylor's a, a Hall of Fame defensive end. I think he finished seventh all time in sacks when he finished his career. So really good player. I just remember watching him. And then this guy, one of my favorite players ever. His name's Zach Thomas. You probably don't know who that is. He played middle. I do. You, you do. Okay, awesome. Great. Most yeah. people don't. He played middle linebacker for the Dolphins, and he was very undersized. He's like 5'11. But he was so good, man. I just I loved watching him play, and he was just he was so good. I loved watching him play, and he's I think he's a sleeper pick for the Hall of Fame. Obviously, I'm very biased, but yeah. Hope let's get Zach Thomas in the Hall of Fame, please. Let's start that campaign now. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So number ten, this guy hasn't played a down in the NFL yet, but I know that he's gonna end up being one of my favorite players anyway. Tua. I mean, you know, he's the starting quarterback for Miami, so I'm I'm gonna turn on the TV to watch him play. Very excited to see what he does after seeing his career at Alabama. So yeah, he he's number ten for me. To watch in the NFL for a guy that's never played in the NFL. I mean, you're telling me that when you see two on TV, you're not gonna turn the TV on. You, sir, have thrown your your pick into the bias chamber. This is the uh, only I, this is the I, only biased one that I have. He's the only dolphin on my list. Okay. Two yeah, okay. Watching two in college, exciting. I agree. But Fitzpatrick's gonna start. I, I I he probably is. I think that if if they delay the season a few weeks, it's I think if they, if they delay the delay the season, I think it'll be Tua, but if it starts on time it'll be it'll be Fitzpatrick. Just because with this okay. whole COVID thing, they're they're not able that that I can't talk today. They're not being able to do OTAs and everything to get two of those extra reps in the offense. I think that's really going to matter. So I I would expect Fitzpatrick to start the season. That's fair. Good. That's a good pick. Two two is a good pick. Um. So I guess I'll go again here, and we'll get we'll get a little we'll get a little deeper into the depth chart and people you don't know. But I got to go, Nick Bosa. Yeah, he's good. I like uh, because, Nick Bosa. Yeah. One of the best edge rushers now in the league, still a young guy. Uh, like, you, you hear Joey Bosa, and you watch Joey Bosa play for the for Ohio State, and you watch him play for the Chargers, and you're like, yeah, he's really good. Like, he's on a Hall of Fame path. Like, he has all, this, all the tools you need. And then all of a sudden, his little brother comes up, and he's somehow better. Like, I don't know if you've watched Nick Bosa play a whole lot. I have. But he has – he athletically is unbelievable. Like he's an amazing athlete, obviously, but his technique on, on getting past tackles and his, his technique on, on how he, he handles uh, blockers is unbelievable. Like he has a move for everything. Like he, he has the best, in my opinion, the best technique in the league right now, like the way he can use his power and the way he uses his hands. It's unbelievable. 
Definitely. I think something that helps him, though, is that he's not the only weapon on that defensive line, whereas Joey Bosa for San Diego is. Or not San Diego. Golly, Jonathan. Uh, Los Angeles. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, though. And so I think that that helps him in terms of putting up numbers and everything. And if I remember correctly, wasn't Joey Bosa hurt for a lot of this last year? Joey Bosa was. He's he's had some lingering issues, but uh, still, even at Ohio State, you can tell Nick Bosa was better. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a good pick. I like. I almost put him on my list, but this guy I have at nine, I think, is. I, I love this guy at nine. That I have. That I have at nine. Who we got? DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh, good pick. He's. I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Some would say he's the best. I'm not one of those people, but I'm not I'm not mad at the take. And he's just so much fun to watch, man. Just doesn't drop anything. Can go deep, can can run underneath, gives every defensive back in the league problems. You know, the clip where they're scrimming, scrimmaging against the Redskins and that dude starts running his mouth and Hopkins just starts to eat him up. It's one of my favorite clips ever. He's just so much Torches. fun to watch. You said who? Yeah, I, I mean... I just said he torched him in that practice video. Oh, yeah. And he made him look silly. I think he actually tore his ACL on a move. I don't know. That video is funny. But, uh, I mean, the dude's got the best hands in the league, right? Like, without a doubt. Him or Thomas would be my bet, yeah. I mean, he doesn't drop ball. Like, if you throw it up towards him and he has a chance to catch it, nine yeah. and a half times out of ten, he's catching it. Oh, definitely, yeah. He's he's awesome. He's so, He's so much fun to watch, man. I'm I'm ready to see him with Kyler. He, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I would I mean, I would assume he would get the same if not more targets now. I mean, I don't think this I don't think it hurts him per se. Maybe a little bit cuz he doesn't have Will Fuller and and those type of guys around him to I don't mean I don't really know besides Larry Fitz who I'm about to say is but he's he's got Fitz. Core. Larry Fitzgerald uh, is the Vince Carter of the NFL. He's just going to play for forever. You don't like Vince Carter. I never said I just said that he underachieved. <laughs> but no, I guess I guess what I'm saying is DeAndre Hopkins uh is going to be probably successful anywhere he goes. Oh, no doubt. He's 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 one of the best. He'll be a Hall of Famer for sure. Without a doubt. So are are you going at 8? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go again and this is where it starts to get spicy for me. Uh, my only quarterback on the list here, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Josh Allen is fun to watch. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah, dude, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, You don't know whether <laughs> he's going to throw a 80-yard dot or if he's just going to fumble without no anyone touching him or if he's just going to run around like a chicken with his head cut off. You, uh, he could... Run over your middle linebacker too. Like you just don't know what he's gonna do. Like he is so sporadic in his decision making that it's so fun to watch. And combine that with his actual talent, Did and like he, like you, you could watch a Bills game and just to watch Josh Allen make crazy plays, good or bad. His ceiling is so high. Like he could be so good. He is. He's getting better. He is. He's. I mean, he's gotten better every year. I'm just. I'm kind of waiting for him to take, like, the next step. You know what I mean? To really kind of be, you know, like, look. If he was, 
I'd say he's probably an average quarterback right now. If he was, if he'd been above average last year, they'd have beaten the Texans. I mean, he's just yeah. He made yeah. some questionable decisions in that game. But that's, I mean, then again, he's young though. Saying. He's kind of got that Jameis in him. He's kind of got that Jameis in him, where yeah. it's like you have no idea what's coming next. Yeah, and like Jameis has all the talent in the world to be really good. So I'm, I, I like that pick. I mean, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's that Josh Allen only quarterback for the obvious reasons. Yeah, well, I've got I didn't put I didn't want I didn't put quarterbacks on my list uh, just because like in my opinion like it doesn't take like a bunch of football knowledge to know that Lamar Jackson and Mahomes and those type of guys are fun to watch like those are those that's are true. like faces of the leagues. So I mean I've got I've got all those guys on my list. I've got all those guys. Really? Yeah, I do. Because they're just like, they're what gets me to, to the TV set, you know? like Right, that makes sense too. They're just, they're so much fun to watch, man. I was just sitting there, I was like, alright, like I gotta put these guys on my list. And, you know, I, I, I'm i gonna end up liking your list more than mine. Because there were so many guys that like I wanted to put on the list, but I was like, they're not one of my favorite players. Like, I'd rather watch this guy than, you know, I, I'd rather watch, you <laughs> know, true. Aaron Rodgers than Nick Bosa, you know? So that was the, kind of the, the dilemma for me, and... You're right. We we should have done like no quarterbacks or something because that I feel like would have made it a little bit more interesting. But live well, I'm learn. interested to hear your takes on those guys. Oh, on, on your guys or on my guys? On on your guys, on your quarterbacks. Like maybe you have a different opinion about. Oh, the order. Uh, those guys than I do. The order is going to be great. I I don't think you're going to like my order, but that's okay. So uh, for me, number eight, I've got my one and only defensive player, Jalen Ramsey. Love him, man. Love Jalen Ramsey, dude. Like, just your typical corner. Yeah, he's a dog. Cocky, dog, locked down. He's great. I love watching Jalen Ramsey play. He's he's fantastic. I was going to put Stephon Gilmore here, but Stephon Gilmore is just so boring. I think it's because he plays for, for, for Belichick, so he's not as cocky and flamboyant as a guy like Jalen Ramsey. So that's why that's why I went with Ramsey. I love Jalen Ramsey, man. He's one of the best corners in the game, obviously. Yeah, any any guy that brings a Brinks truck uh, to OTAs or wherever he brought it, <laughs> it makes a big scene like that. Anybody that can do that and then back it up, uh, yeah, he's fun to watch. You want to tune in and watch Jalen Ramsey cover the best receiver on the field that day and hold him to like two catches for twelve yards. Yeah, he's he's so good, man. I love love watching him play. The Rams defense really took a step up last year when they went out and got him. Yeah, I mean the the Rams are weird, but I think guys like Jalen Ramsey and and the guys on the Rams definitely make them fun to watch. I would I tune in and I I always look for where he's at on the field to see who he's guarding or or what he's about to do because he's he's one of those guys too that you just don't know what play he's about to make. Exactly, and he's. Freakishly athletic, man. He kind of reminds me of, of Brent Grimes a little bit in terms of the athleticism, because Brent Grimes is one of the most athletic yeah. corners I've ever seen, and Jalen Ramsey definitely has that. And he's long. Yeah, he he's he's a Hall of Fame guy too. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. So who who do you have at seven? I'm gonna go with the corner as well. Um, I'm I, I threw this I threw this bone to you, but I actually think he's really fun to watch. 
Uh, cornerback for the Dolphins, Xavion uh, Xavion Howard. Nobody um, knows who he is either, but he is freakishly good. Like he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. I love watching him play. He's awesome. I love him. I knew that would get you going. I knew a Xavion Howard would get you going. Yeah, he didn't play too much last year. He only played in five games, but um, in 2018, he was a uh, pro bowler and a first-team all-pro. Had seven picks in 2018, four in 2017. I mean, the guy's good. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like you said, probably a lot of people don't know who he is. Second-round pick in the 2016 draft, and, I mean, when he's on the field, he is he is one of the best uh, ball like ball skill corners in the league like he'll he'll get his interceptions he's always around the ball when it's thrown um but i also could see a situation where he comes back and quarterbacks stop throwing at him well with byron jones on the other side this year they may have to throw at him that dolphin secondary this year is going to be nasty i'm telling you at least they what are they they still have minka fitz oh wait they traded him hey we got we got some draft picks for him he, he look. He he didn't want to be there, so I don't blame him for trading him. Obviously, I'd love to still have him around, but at the same time, you know, like if you don't want to be there, then you know you, you can leave. That's fine. We'll go win five games without you. Five games without <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. So, but, but yeah, Xavion Howard. If you haven't heard of him, you need to watch for him. Miami Dolphins on the rise. Seven yes, wins. I remember. Yeah, I remember when we drafted him, being really upset. Because he's small school guy, and there was somebody else on the board that I was like, he "Why?" He was the lawyer. No, he did not. Yes, he I don't did. think he did. It was. I'm, yes, he went to Baylor. Okay, maybe it wasn't him then, because we we drafted a corner out of like Northern Iowa a few years ago, and I was upset. I remember that. That's that may be what what I was thinking about. But still, I, he's yeah, he's really good. Like you were saying. So, so are you got it? Yeah, I got it. Number seven for me, the best wide receiver in the league. Can't change my mind. Julio Jones. Good love turn, love yeah. turning the TV on to watch him play, dude. Like he's just, he's a man among boys, man. Like the 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 clip where he just rips the ball away from Stephon Gilmore. It's one of my favorite things to watch. I don't, yeah, know, if, I don't know if you've seen that or not, but it's just. It wasn't even yeah, like it wasn't even like pull the ball into my chest and turn away. It was like bare hands just rip it away from you, you know. And just the size yeah. and the speed, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. So me and Julio, I have a little bit of like history with Julio because that same draft, the Bengals drafted AJ Green, um, and I obviously thought AJ Green was going to be the better receiver, and to. To top A.J. Green's career so far, you have to be one of the best ever because A.J. Green is is a Hall of Fame receiver, and Julio Jones has, without a doubt, exceeded A.J. Green's career. But um, So it's cool to see those guys both uh, succeed like that. But I always wanted Julio Jones to be a Bengal, but I'd ha- I settled for A.J. Green, and I think that's a good call. <laughs> Definitely. So I've always had this opinion, and I just want your, I want your take on it. The wide receivers are the most athletic players on the field, I think, by far. Well, maybe not by far, but they're almost always the most athletic guys on the field when you think about size, strength, and speed. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, I would would agree as well. I mean, that position requires, like you said, 
size for the most part. I mean, obviously you have your slot guys, but when you're out wide and you're you're the big play receiver, you got to have that that combo of size and speed and strength. I mean, yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're basketball players out there. Like they're they're literally the bet like they're the probably one of the tallest people on the field, probably some of the fastest people on the field all in one. So yeah, I totally agree with that. Sweet. So wh- who who's your number 6? Um, I have my Bengal. I actually have two Bengals, uh, and I'm going Joe Mixon. Okay, he was the I like only that. reason. He was the only reason why I tuned in every Sunday to watch the poor Bengals lose every week. Like he, <laughs> he led the league in rushing uh, two years ago. Had a really good season last year. Like he is a he is one of the best running backs in the AFC. Whether you agree with me or not, he definitely is one of the best in the in the AFC. One of the best running backs in the league, really. Um, the things he does, his shiftiness, the way he can he can hit a hole or he can be patient and, and be a security blanket out of the backfield catching passes. I think he he's super fun to watch, and he's always got big play potential. And he just finds the end zone, man. I feel like I feel like he's always I feel like he's always scoring touchdowns. Uh, with guys on them and breaking tackles and just finding a way into the end zone. Definitely. I, I like that pick. I think he's overlooked, though, a lot like your Xavier Howard guy, like really good running back, not a lot of people know him. And I think part of that is just because the Bengals' offensive line has been so bad for a long time that, you know, he's it's tougher for him to put up numbers like a guy like, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, guys like that. So I, I like that pick. He's definitely a good guy to watch. He's got he's got nice hands out, yeah, out of the like backfield, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he led the AFC in rushing in 2018. Like, he, he's legit. He's a stud. That's a good pick. I, I like that pick. You, you're gonna like my my next guy. This is, this is probably your your favorite quarterback in the league, if I had to guess. L- Lamar Jackson. He's he's my number Let's six. Go. I mean, I just got to say his name, and you're like, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, I've got him at six though, just because I'm not as high on him as as other people. But then again, like he gets me to a TV set. You know, the offense that just the entire offense that they run in Baltimore. Because you know, like I love teams that run the football. Like I loved watching the Titans last year. I love watching the Ravens because that's what they did. I mean, they they ran the ball differently than you know they didn't run the ball like in a traditional manner. But still, you know, and you know. We were talking about receivers being the most athletic guy on the field. Well, that's true unless you play for the Ravens. Then your most athletic guy on the field is your quarterback, you know. And right, you know, running like a four-four. He didn't he didn't run the forty at the combine, so I don't know what he runs, but he's got to be a four-four, four-five kind of guy. You know, he hit the spin move last year. I was against the Bengals, wasn't it? Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> tough. But still, like Nick Vigil got absolutely exposed. Yeah. But then again, you you've been on the other end of it with the, I believe it was Braxton Miller with the spin move against Virginia Tech. So you know both sides. That's iconic. Oh, it is. They they both are, you know. And yeah, you know he he needs to develop throwing the ball a little bit more. I don't think he's not super accurate yet, but he'll he'll get better over time. The quotes are fantastic. Nobody cares. Work harder. Love that. So yeah, I love Lamar Jackson. Um He's that's why he's on my top ten list. He's just he gets me to a TV. Yeah, I mean the one game that stands out for me uh, was early, probably maybe earlier middle of the season when they went to New England, 
um, and gave New England their first loss. And just crushed I mean, he them. He dominated them. Yeah. Like, he, he, from the very beginning, just, like, they didn't have an answer. And uh, I think that's when we were like, okay, this guy's legit. Like, he came in came into Foxborough and put a whooping on Tom Brady and the Patriots. Like, that's, for me, that's when I was like, okay, we got something here. Like, he, he's developing at a fast rate. Yeah, you know, everybody freaked out when they hung 50 on Miami in the first week. And you know, I, I kept a level head. I was like, look, they played Miami. A lot of teams are going to hang 50 on them this year. And, you know, from there, you know, I think having a win like that early in the season does nothing but exceed your confidence. And your confidence just shoots through the roof after you do something like that. So, you know, when that happened, I was like, okay. And then he just kind of kept getting better every week, you know. And Coach Harbaugh... And Baltimore is great with quarterbacks. He's a great coach. Period. And I think that's kind of that's helped him kind of come along. And like you said, you know, watching him because that was a Sunday night game, I believe it, it was prime time. It may, may not have been Sunday night football, but they went out. It and, was Sunday night football. It was yeah. Sunday night football. Yeah, and they just crushed yeah. them, man. And it was, you know, I think that's like you said. That's when everybody said, "Oh wow, you know, they're good enough to win the Super Bowl." And you know, they they didn't, but you know, that's okay. We're gonna see a lot of Ravens Chiefs in the future. And watching, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson go at it, it's going to be so much fun. Because they're, you know, probably, you know, they're both top five quarterbacks in the league. And they do it so differently that it's going to be so much fun to watch. Oh, I agree. I mean, I like I, when we did our predictions, we, we pretty much wrote off the AFC as a Ravens-Chiefs-AFC championship game. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Madden cover, uh just electric guy like really good pick there hopefully no no madden curse though that's my only hope for him mahomes didn't have one did he i guess you could say the knee thing but yeah all right he finished all right yeah he was okay down the stretch yeah i'd say so (laughs) (laughs) who's your number five but i'm 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 interested to hear i I love your list man you said no quarterback so i'm just Totally in tune to whoever This you is say. my number six. This is my number six. And I'm going with a pass rusher again um, for my Dallas Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence. When you like, said pass rusher, I thought you were going to say Aaron Donald. That's what I thought was going to come out. But, yeah, I, I like Demarcus Lawrence. That's a good pick. Um, I mean, I think he's just fun to watch. I mean, when you look at him on the field, like he looks like he's really good, like first of all. Yeah. Like the way he like the way he like appears on the field and stuff like that. Like he just looks good and then you see how fast he is and you see how like how quick he is to get back to the quarterback. Like uh I mean he's he's one of the guys on that defense that I love to watch. I mean he didn't have the best season last year, uh, and with sack numbers and stuff, but still like he, he's an all pro guy. He will. He's a disruptor, and and he's he's fun to watch on the outside, uh, especially with the Cowboys thing all around him and and all the stuff that goes on there. Like he's fun to watch, and he got paid, so uh, he'll be there for a while. Definitely, that's a good pick. I like him. That's a really good pick. He's yeah, I like that pick. Like he, you said, he, he just looks so cool on the field. Like he, <laughs> I don't know if that has anything. He just looks like a he looks like an animal on the field, and then you watch him play, and he he matches it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, he had the down year this last year. I think part of that is just to do with, 
you know, the Cowboys defensive line as a whole isn't great. And so, you know, when you're getting double teamed every snap and you don't have anybody else who can get pressure, that really hurts your numbers. So, yeah, that's a good pick. I like that pick. I know that's going to make guys like Zach Lund happy. So, that's a guy I like that pick. Yeah, he knows I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Yeah, we all do now. You know, the secret's out, you know? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I I never thought that would be revealed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, my number five, I think you're going to love. This guy is so much fun to watch. Played for one of the best teams, or probably the best team in the NFC this year. George Kittle is my number five. Ooh, that's a good one. He's, I think he's the best tight end in the league. You you can disagree and say, Kelsey, that's fine, but you're wrong. Just the physicality that he plays with is just ridiculous. You know, like dragging four or five defenders down the field, super fast. Like the well, not, I wouldn't say super fast, but the guy can ru- he can really run for a tight end. Great hands, he can block. I almost enjoy watching him block more than I enjoy watching him catch the ball and run. Just the way that he he loves blocking, but the way he finishes blocks. Like, I, did you see the clip where they're playing the Falcons and he's like laughing as he's pancaking this? I think linebacker. Yeah, I've seen that. It, that's psycho. It is. And he's so, man, I love watching him play. You know, when he catches balls underneath on the drag and you see him take take off down the sideline and you see, like, a corner coming up to tackle him, it's like, oh, it's over. Like, So I, I love watching him play, man. He is one of the most physical players I think we have in the game. And, you know, in a league where... You know, we talked about it, I think, on Thursday, where the league's kind of getting more finesse. It's nice kind of seeing guys like George Kittle and Derrick Henry really kind of be physical and finish runs. Right. That's – it's cool to see guys like Zig, like Zig when everyone else zags, you know. Like he – like Derrick Henry and Kittle are both guys that, that remind me of like that old school football, you know. And I think in a, in a day and age where – Things are so modernized. Offenses are so modernized. The rules are modernized. Like it's cool to see guys like Kittle embrace the physicality part of football first and foremost. And then, I mean, I mean, he's a great pass catcher and, and can do some things catching the football and running with the football as well. So I mean, he's a complete tight end, old school tight end with some new school like ability, like athletic as hell. You know? Oh yeah. That's a good take. I like that. Old school tight end with some new school. I like that. That's that's a really good way to kind of describe him. So, all right, I'm I'm all quarterbacks yeah. the rest of the way out. So I you're probably going to do a lot of the talking because I'm going to say these names. We're going to be like, yeah, for obvious reasons, and then that'll be I'm, that. I'm all defense from here on out, so that's cool. Oh, um, this is perfect then. So, yeah. So I'm I'm going. Um, for the, with the Bengals again, and I'm going Jesse Bates the third. You I don't. Know who that I is? don't even know who that is. I'll be honest. He sounds like a linebacker, though. Am I right? He's a safety. Close enough. Um, and <laughs> we, the Bengals picked him in the 2018 draft in the second round out of Wake Forest, and he had an unbelievable rookie season. It wasn't talked about a whole lot because the Bengals weren't very good, but he had a really, really good rookie season. Um, just stepping in and being the, the number one safety um, for the Bengals. He, he played really well. Um, and last year, I mean, he had pretty similar 
production. Um, he's just a guy that can, that has a lot of range and a lot of, uh, a lot of ability to go get the football. Like he's, he's already made a pro bowl and a first team all pro. Wow. That's impressive. Um, yeah, so he, he's legit. Um, you'll hear a lot out of Jesse Bates if the Bengals get better. He'll be a mainstay in the back end of that defense. Awesome. Um, but he's he's going into his third year. Uh, like I said, pretty similar production last year uh, as his rookie year. I mean, had 73 tackles and 71 tackles in safety. Like, pretty, pretty good numbers. That also contributes to the Bengals allowing guys <laughs> to get back there a bunch. But That's true. Uh, Zach Gray with your uh, ACC update. Both, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three picks, three picks both years. Like can can go get the football. Started all sixteen games both seasons, so he's a guy that stays on the field. Uh, yeah, so Jesse Bates is my pick. I think he's I think he's set up to be a uh, absolute star in the league. He's only twenty three. Yeah, so Jesse Bates is my pick there. I like that pick. You know, guy that we don't really know a lot about. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'm gonna have to watch the Bengals a lot this year, I guess, because you're out here naming all these guys who can really play. So they can. There's guys. There's some talent on the field. It's just, I mean, the more I look at it, the more that they they had a plan. Like the way they the way they did free agency with all the money they spent and all they got the offensive like line help they got. Uh, I mean, getting Von Bell helps. Like they they had a plan, and I didn't see it at first, but it looks like they are setting themselves up to be. A uh, pretty good team here in the coming years. I'm not sure about next year, but if if the plan goes accordingly, they could they could be right back to where they were with Andy Dalton and AJ Green when they first started. Yeah, I uh, hope hopefully so. I think a lot of that's going to depend on Joe Burrow, kind of how he turns out. Which he's going to be a good quarterback. I think that's a lock. The question is just is he like you know starting quarterback good or is he like superstar good? You know, I think that's kind of what it's going to come down right. to for them. Which you know, I'm, I'm, I'd bet on Joe Burrow, so we'll see. So for me at number four, you know, I hate putting this guy this low, but Aaron Rodgers is my number four. He's just older. I feel like you know, three or four years ago, he's probably my number one guy. But just you know, that's what happens as you get older. You know, you you lose it a little bit, and that you know, you have younger guys who are just more athletic and. So, yeah, I've got Aaron Rodgers at number four. Newer. Yeah, just newer, right? Like, we've seen Aaron Rodgers dominate for however long he's dominated. Like, he, those when those guys get that old, uh, those, like, transcendent Hall of Fame, one of the best ever, you kind of get bored with them. So, I could see why you have them at four because um, there are more exciting new faces that we've seen. But, I mean, good, good to have him on the list. Like, one of the best ever, like, you – you turn it. You're you're turning in to watch Packers play to see Aaron Rodgers, like 100, percent no doubt. Exactly. I almost put Aaron Jones on my list. I had him on there and I deleted him. I love Aaron He's, Jones when it comes to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, for obvious reasons, who's your who's your number four or five or whatever number you're on? I have two more. Okay, so this is your number three. I have three more. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Eddie <laughs> Jackson for the Bears. Yes, I like this pick. Dude can just – dude's just around the ball. Like, he just knows where the ball is. And more than likely, if he picks it off, he's taking it to the house. Like, 
he loves to he loves a pick six. Like he's not afraid to take one to the crib. Definitely, Bears always have fantastic defenders. It seems like always. So I, I like I like this pick. That's a good pick. I like him. Yeah, he can he can do it all back there. Doesn't he lines up in different positions, right? Like he'll line up at cornerback and safety and stuff. Yeah, he as well. like he, he moves around. Hybrid defensive back. Yeah, he's yeah he he moves around a lot. He's he's one of the better defensive backs in the league. So yeah, he he for those of you who don't know who he is, plays for the Bears. You know he's he's a lot of fun to watch. So. And I had I accidentally had nine on my list, but I had some honorable mentions, so I'll just move. I'll move one guy up into the 10 spot. Okay, when, when sounds good. So so for me, number three, y- you know who this is. I'm, he's got the potential to be the second-best quarterback in the league. I've said it many, many times. Number three on my list is Carson Wentz. God, I, y'all have heard I me. I thought we were going to go the whole podcast without <laughs> it. Ugh. You knew he was going to be on my list, man. He's one of my favorite guys to watch for obvious reasons, you know. I mean, freaking very athletic. You like watching guys get hurt every game? He didn't get hurt every thing? game. He's so good, man. The talent is there. It's just the question of, you know, can he stay on the field? And I think he like I, you know, I think he does this year. You know, he almost had the complete season last year if it wasn't for the dirty hit by Clowney. Um, so we'll see. You know, Carson Wentz, for obvious reasons, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Or, I wouldn't say that. One of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. I think that's a better way to kind of Thank phrase you. him right now. So I don't even know if I'd agree with that, but I'll take that. You don't think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league? Dude, I don't see it. I've said that. I don't see it. Just looking at pure talent, arm strength, size, mobility, it's really hard to ignore Carson Wentz. Yeah, but that doesn't – I guess that's true, but that doesn't always translate. I mean, it hasn't translated really. I mean – You can't stay on the field. He was going to win – that, That's part of it, though. Yeah, like that's that's really the only knock that you can make against him. Like, you know, if he stays healthy in 2014 – thing. If he stays healthy in 2014, he, he wins the MVP. You could say that about Andy Dalton, too, in 2015. Can you, like, though? That's, that's a bad argument. Yes. I mean, okay. I, I, mean, I guess that's fair. My, I don't remember my Andy Dalton's like, numbers yeah, from that he, year. He was really good, and then he broke his thumb. I was at the game, he broke his thumb. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, staying on the field for him is a big thing. Like, for some guys, it's like, oh, he always is playing. But, but for him, it's like, dude, like, you can't stay on the field. You aren't not healthy. Yeah, that's the only knock against him. I mean that's and obviously like that's a big knock. That's why they went out and got Jalen Hurts. But I'm I'm telling you, man, he's like the potential's there. I the potential's there to be really good. It's just you know can he stay healthy? Which hopefully he can. I really need him yeah, to. Well, I I really you know tied my. I can't wait for. I I, I tied myself to the Eagles ship this year, so I really need him to stay healthy. That's kind of. <laughs> I cannot wait until the Cowboys and the Eagles play, or just the Eagles lose a game they're not supposed to lose. I can't wait to come on here and rip you. Yeah, I can't wait for the Cowboys to go eight and eight so that I can rip you. That's okay. I hedge my bets here. I'm a Bengals fan first. I mean, I'm a Dolphins fan you first. You can't beat me. <laughs> so, like, you know, if Miami wins that's six true. games this year, I'm going to be on a high horse for forever. So, that's a really low right. bar. Now, no, 
we have different paths, but we get to the same place. You're you're the Dolphins to my Bengals and the Eagles to my Cowboys. So that that's pretty cool. Hey, this that's why this is one of the best podcasts ever. You know. Yeah, enter promo code OT takes at checkout. For real. I keep telling you guys to do that. We have not seen any of that advertising money. You know, I almost landed an advertisement for us the other day. I was really close. But it's that's a story for another time. I don't know if you're serious or not. I'm dead serious. I hope so. That would have been wild. Dude, I'm, I was trying so hard. Crazy. I was trying so hard, man. They just wouldn't bite. It's okay. That's okay. It happens. Well, that means we're getting close. We are. So give, give me your, your number two. <laughs> Who, who's number two on your list? Okay, I'll slide up my honorable mention. He's not my number two. I just, like I said, I guess I deleted someone and never added someone back. But I have some honorable mentions. And I'm going to break it up because I had three defenders in a row. I'm going to break it up and go Odell. Um, yeah. I really like Odell. I think, uh, I think he for what it's worth, I think he kind of kept his mouth shut and was more of a team player than ever last year. I don't know if you agree with that. I agree with that, yeah, um, 100%. I mean, he just had a down year, but still, like, even on the even times last year, you were like, holy cat, like, this guy's insane. Like, how does he make those plays? Yeah. You know, like, you're always waiting for a crazy catch or a slant that he can take 80 yards. Like, there's just always the big play threat with him, and him being so talented and him being such a megastar. Like it, it, I watched the Browns to watch Odell do something crazy. That's fair. You know, I've got a take on Odell. You ready? I yep. think that you know, he makes the catch. I, was it his rookie year or his second year in the league? I, I want to say it was his rookie year. So he, he makes the catch. And I think Are you just calling the, right now? I'm not. I don't, I don't think I am. Okay. He makes the catch, and it's such a fantastic play that I think that that's kind of the standard for his career now is, like, this big catch guy who obviously he can do those things. I just think it's going to be hard for him to kind of live up to that for the rest of his career because it's such an amazing catch. Like, it's the greatest catch ever. And so I just think that, like, the bar for his career and what people expect just shot way up after they saw that. I mean, for the most part, he's kind of he's kind of lived up to it. Yeah, he has, a- except for last year. He had the down year last year, but I think part of that's because he's playing on offense with Jarvis Landry on the yards. other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still had over a thousand yards. Like that. I mean, that's. I mean, if that's your down year, like, and you're you're only six years, seven years into your career, he's only twenty seven. Like, he's got he. He's gonna blow up. Like he's already blown up, but I think he's gonna he's gonna continue down the path of being one of the best. Oh no doubt, I to- totally agree. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Definitely top five guy. He he may be third. No, he's probably fourth. I I'd, I'd put he him four. Kind of dropped for me because I can't I can't give him like top five really right now just based off production alone. But I just I like things that we've seen him do. Who. who who would you put in front of him? Because for me, it's Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, and Thomas. It's those, it's those three guys, and then probably Odell for me. I mean, I put I I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, I put AJ AJ Green somewhere in there, healthy AJ Green. I don't know. You're probably right. AJ Green's not a bad pick. I like AJ Green. He's really good. So I mean, I'm. I'm not mad at that. I, I, yeah, that's fair to put AJ Green at four. 
So, all right. N- number two for me is the guy who is currently, you know, the second best quarterback in the league, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, for obvious reasons, you know, he's been fantastic every year of his career, especially, you know, over these past few years as the Legion of Boom, Boom has left and he's really kind of shouldered the load offensively. You know, I, I like I, I like R- Russell Wilson. I mean, he's he's really good. And I oh breaking not breaking news. This is old news, but news you may not have heard. Russell Wilson went to management and asked them to go sign Antonio Brown. Really? Yeah, and I think that'd be fantastic. One of the best deep ball throwers in the league with a guy like Antonio Brown who can really run. So I would love to see. Antonio Brown with Russell Wilson. I think that'd be a really good combination. Man, I would love to just see Antonio Brown back on the field. Like, he's too talented. Yeah, I think he's been kind of humbled a little bit, kind of missing an an entire year of football. And I think that if there's any coach in the NFL outside of Mike Tomlin who can handle a guy like A.B. and the personality, it's Pete Carroll. Because Pete Carroll is one of the, I think, one of the most player-friendly coaches in the league who's going to let Antonio Brown kind of be himself. But at the same time, you know, like if you can manage, you know, Marshawn Lynch and the Legion of Boom and all the characters in that locker room for those, you know, three or four years, I think adding a guy like Antonio Brown, obviously, like it's, I think it, I just don't think it'd be that much harder because it's one guy as opposed to like five or six. And you're not going to have to sign him for big money. I mean, he's looking, he's like, it's like a prove it thing now at this point. Like you're going to be able to sign him for, for a cheap deal, probably one year deal, prove it deal, and then. And then you can just see, right, like kind of what the Patriots did. It didn't work out, but I think the risk, uh, I think the reward is far far more than the risk that you would have if you signed him for, for, for a one-year deal and then just kind of see. I mean, you can always just release him like the Patriots did. So. Exactly, yeah. So who's your your number one or your number two? I think it's my number one, right? Yeah, it, 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 should, was, it, it should be your number one, yeah. I'm making a late audible here. Okay. Um, and I'm going Michael Thomas. I completely forgot about Michael Thomas. And really? He he's so good. Favorite. Yeah, like that's he's better than or than Odell. Uh, that's that's the name. Uh, Michael Thomas, dude, Ohio State guy. The thing about Michael Thomas that makes me so frustrated about his time at Ohio State is they had JT Barrett at quarterback, and he just <laughs> didn't get the balls enough. He did not get the ball enough, and weirdly. Michael Thomas redshirted in the middle of his college career, like he was a true sophomore and then redshirted. You don't even I didn't don't know really that. hear that too much. Yeah, so he he kind of had a weird path, but now he's like leading the league in receptions and just absolutely dominating. 150 and it helps receptions. Have Drew Brees throwing it. Yeah, I mean it's, it helps have Drew Brees throwing to you, but man, that's that's a special guy. Same type of deal where best athlete on the field with size and and. And the ability to to catch and, and run. I mean, he's just he's dominant, and he's he's fun to watch because you know he's gonna he's gonna make at least one big catch a game and, and one big one big play a game, and and he's a Buckeye, so I had to throw him on there. Definitely, oh, that's a good pick. I love my, Michael Thomas. You can say he's the best receiver in the league. I'm not gonna be upset. You know, he's one of the best we've ever seen, especially as a. I'd say he's more of a possession guy than a big play guy. Um, even though obviously he has the tools to be a big play guy, but I just think because of the Saints' offense, you know, you see him a lot on crossing patterns and making you know fifteen to twenty yard catches on these in routes and out routes, and he runs great routes too. 
That's one of the things. That's one of the parts of his game that I think is kind of underrated. And he's just he's so good. I it's hard to not love watching him play. Yeah, I mean, shout out Avery Avery Davis. That's a saint for him. And my guy <laughs> for me. So there you uh, go, Michael Thomas, number one on my list. I like that. That's a good list. Definitely more interesting than mine. You can probably guess who my number one guy is. It's a quarterback. Patty Mahomes. You know it. I mean, he's the most entertaining player in football, in my opinion. With the no-look passes, the left-handed throw, the escapability, the big arm. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay, something that I hate, not hate. I hate that take. Any any time that a quarterback makes a throw on a run, they're like, he played baseball. It's, It's a baseball throw. Like yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I don't, I don't like. You, I'm with you. I don't really love love that take, but you know he's awesome. I mean he's like scrambling to his right, throwing back all the way across the field to his left to hit Hill on like a 40 yard touchdown is just it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I mean that good. Like he's best player in the league, right? Like 100. percent Oh, 100%. Unless you're Colin Coward, then you think it's Russell Wilson for some reason. You are Colin Coward. You are his son. I, I don't think Russell Wilson's the best player player in the league. Like I know it's Patrick Mahomes by, by probably a lot. Yeah, good, good call there. So, one name that I'm very surprised didn't pop up was Aaron Donald. When you said you had a bunch of defensive players, I thought for sure Aaron Donald, you were going to say him. But then again, like I respect not yeah, putting these big name guys on here. I also just don't see him a bunch. I don't watch a lot of Rams games, so I mean, I guess that's on me. But I don't know. I tried to keep my list like I I wanted to keep my list like a little bit like not only like fresh and new, but kind of informative. Some guys that you might not think of. Uh, yeah. That to watch. Um, I like our balance though. You had the you touched on the big names, and I kind of got the 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 guys that you wouldn't think of first. So I think our list together uh, really was pretty solid. One hundred percent. I like. I mean, we, we say it every week. This is one of the best podcasts out there, <laughs> for obvious yeah, reasons, without a doubt. So that's it. I mean, it really wasn't even planned like that either. It either. wasn't. Like, we we just are that naturally gifted. Like yeah. it's just it's insane how how great we are. I'm excited. This, so. I'm excited for next I mean, week's. I think next week's is going to be a lot of fun. Do, what are we doing next week? Top ten favorite we, NBA players. We're going to keep the favorite players thing rolling. So we're going to do the NBA. That's going to be yeah. Yeah, this one's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to do the the NBA this upcoming week, and then we'll, we'll go MLB the week after that, and then hopefully by then we'll have some live sports. Yeah, and then we'll be able to to actually. Uh, argue about how games went and stuff. That's going to be fun. That's what we're all waiting for, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Shout out to T. Lang. He he hit me up after last after Thursday's pod and said Marcus Mariota is the backup quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. So thank you, T. Lang. That's big time. He he's our number one fan, and without a doubt, I would never have saw that. Oh, me either. Actually, yeah, I, I might have. I I did. I definitely expected him to listen because, you know, we, we whenever we go to the Caddo, me, him, and Cross just talk about whatever's going on in the sports world. So I'm not surprised that he's listening. But the feedback, because he's, he's kind of a quiet guy, very surprised at the feedback that he's given. Yeah, hundred shout out to T-Lang one more time. Uh, he's going to have to come on at some point at this point. Uh, 
Without a doubt. But, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you guys liked this episode, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell whoever you need to tell to let people listen to us because I think we've made it known that we're the greatest podcast that has graced the airways. Without a doubt. Um, we have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter account. Um, it is at OT Takes on Twitter. And I want you to know that some of the takes on there are from Jonathan. When he said that Steven Adams could guard Shaq, I almost deleted I didn't it. say I that. I said, I said nobody, but this guy's probably your best bet, which I think is fair. I don't know who else. Like, if I had to pick so, anybody today to guard Shaq, Steven Adams is probably the only guy I'd pick. And he'd still get bullied. Yeah, so go ahead and follow us at OT Takes. Um, like I said last time, it's always good to hear from guys like T-Lang and guys that are listening that um, are interested in the show. Um, so shout out to everyone listening. Go follow us. Go subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and that was our top 10 list of, of players, uh, NFL players that, that we like to watch. Let us know what you let us know if we missed anybody or players you guys want to see this year. Definitely. Yeah, like like he said, let us know what you think of our list. Give us names that we missed, because I'm sure we did. There's so many great players in the NFL. Uh, we'll see y'all again on Thursday with another pod. That's going to be fun. Hopefully we can get some, some breaking news or something to talk about. <laughs> so that, that yeah, should be no good. Um, if not, we'll think of something at some point. And yeah, so you guys Yeah. Thursday's really up in the air. You guys are gonna wanna tune in for that one just to see how how we figure out what we're gonna talk about. So that being we said We find a way though. We do. We always find a way. We just yeah. This this is what we do on the greatest podcast ever. That's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> Great greatest podcast ever. That's that's the title. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Um, this has been OT Takes. Like ZG said, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. And yeah, this has been OT, OT Takes. Th- th- thank you guys for listening. Love you guys.